Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. It's your show, right? If your name's on the marquee, you can go ahead and crush spirits. You can crush sandwiches. You can crush anything if you are Chris Carlin. And Matt Jones learned that the hard way. Anybody caping for Will Levis is probably going to have a nice night. Let's be real. Quarterback out of Kentucky. Very much one of the headlines, one of the the, the storylines to follow as the NFL draft is tonight. And ESPN Radio is your home for that. We'll dive into all of it. It's Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app and Sirius XM Channel 80. On this Thursday afternoon, I mean, this these are witching hours leading up to night one of the NFL draft. He is Aaron Goldhammer there in Cleveland at yes. Hammer Nation 19. What's up, Hammer? Where we don't have a first-round draft pick, and we don't have a second-round <laughs> draft pick. I'm used to covering this, Randy, like it's the biggest night of the year because I've spent a lot of my career around the Browns, and God knows there were years where we had like one and four you know, yeah. in the first round of the draft. And so to not have a pick in the first round because, you know, the Browns traded for Deshaun Watson, it's very kind of weird to be sitting back and being a spectator on the first night of the draft while all these other teams are trying to jockey for quarterbacks and find their next great hope. Shout out 2018, Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, picks one and four for the Cleveland Browns. There is something to be said, though, for not having to sweat out tonight, right? I mean, maybe the Browns trade up into the first round. Who knows? I don't know what the draft capital or any sort of capital you guys might have to go ahead and move up. But doesn't that sort of, I don't know, that can be freeing. You know, let's look at it on the positive side. Let's let's view this glass half full. It could be a, a liberating experience to not have the anxiety that you usually have on draft night. And I say that as a Raider fan who fully expects, uh, you know, the Raiders to draft three magic beans at seven overall, you know, and just get... Well. <laughs> Absolutely swindled. Uh, you can join the conversation on the CC call in line, 1 888 say ESPN, 888 729 3776. And all day, all day, all day, it's your turn to play GM. Who should your team take in the NFL draft? We might even fire up the draft music, you know, that sort of sort of jaunty sort of doo 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 doo. Like, I, I'm not doing a good job. Oh, you're talking about the chime. Do, 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 do. He just did that so much the pick, better. The pick dude. is in. Dude, I'm telling you, I am an expert when it comes to the <laughs> NFL draft. I've, I've covered it in depth for many, many years. And, you know, everybody has their, like, favorite player. You know, the guy they loved. Uh, we'll talk about in about 45 minutes. The guy you loved. Yes. Yes, that's the get one. in the mood, America. What was the, I doing? Yeah, the guy you—you you were singing some college football music or something. <laughs> uh, the guy you loved, who ended up being a bust. The guy you thought was a bust, who ended up being great. Mm-hmm. For me, my craziest draft night ever—the the night the Browns, that Johnny Manziel was free falling, and the Browns traded up and got him. And the room we were in, like the ground shook, like there was an earthquake in Cleveland. Um, was probably my most fun draft memory. Cleveland sports was so desperate for a star. Um, and I think that's one of the all-time draft moments. When a quarterback free falls, that's always memorable, Randy. It is. It is. I don't I don't recall a lot of free-falling 
I, you know what? A lot of Raider like positive draft memories as a Raider fan. So I'm gonna have to think on that one. But again, the CC call in line one eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You can play GM. Who should your team take? What are your wildest draft memories? Memory, you know, it's Laramie Tunsil. Maybe that's your wildest. Maybe wow. it's maybe it's the COVID year of uh, you know at home drafts in in 2020. But you can call in and join this conversation. I'm Randy Scott. He is Aaron Goldhammer. Who is going to go first? You can find out tonight. Is it going to be Stroud or Young? The 2023 NFL Draft is on ESPN Radio, presented by Boost Mobile. First-round coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Uh, we have we will have a ton of NFL draft content. We do though have to sort of also mix in kind of because uh, kind of uh, you know haltingly there was such great NBA playoff content last night and I say that and I wince as I say it to you Aaron because let's pour one out for the Cleveland Cavaliers yeah, maybe it's right. maybe it's wine for the wine way and to, gold way to show up look the Knicks played great but the Cavs were one of the most disappointing teams in the playoffs this year they were a great story during the regular season but uh, Donovan Mitchell's got to prove himself as a playoff player uh, I thought aside from the Cavs I, the most shocking we'll to thing yeah yet that has happened so far the the way the Heat have become all of a sudden a contender with Jimmy Butler being the best player in the mm. playoffs so far, mm-hmm. a couple of historical performances, and then to me, that choke job by the Bucks last night, it was really a combination of both. The Heat did play great in the fourth quarter in overtime, and Jimmy was amazing. But I think it was even more a choke than it was an incredible Heat performance. The Bucks missed every free throw. Their coach screwed seven things up. They didn't get the ball to get the game ends with the ball in Grayson Allen's hands. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine how it must feel. Thank goodness they won that title a couple years ago, Randy, because what a brutal day to be a sports fan in Milwaukee. You asked the question, Aaron, you said, Hey, is Budenholzer in no Shannon, you asked is Budenholzer in trouble? And I kinda in internally was like, nah, they just won a title. And then you're like, Well, hold on. He was the reason they lost. Like, if you were to oh, crystallize it. Oh, I think he's in it, trouble. I think he's gone. You, you think he's gone? You, gone. You can't orchestrate one of the great collapses in the history of sports, being the number one seed and the favorite to win a title and survive that. Also, did they win the championship because of Budenholzer, or did they win the championship because of Giannis and Chris Middleton? Well, our NBA head coaches, are they sort of the referees of the NBA on-court community in that you only notice them. They only get any attention if it's sure. negative attention. And that's why Budenholzer's getting this attention this morning is he was flat-out outcoached by Eric Spolstra. Yes. And there was, I mean, to your point about the timeout at the end of regulation, that is inexcusable. Yeah, and also the the lack of timeout when they had two when they got the ball back down two, and then just the incredibly mm-hmm. poor execution by the Bucks turning the ball over and being really loose with the ball and not running offense. And it took every member of the Milwaukee Bucks, players, coaching staff, front office, popcorn guy, cotton candy guy, (laughs) the dude running the scoreboard. It was a team-wide effort to choke that series away. And I think when you are at the helm of that Mm -hmm. and you're replaceable, like Giannis isn't replaceable. They're not going to certainly fire him. Right. Uh, I think Bud is in serious trouble. I mean, if I owned the Bucks, Mike Budenholzer would be gone already. 
it's coming off a 58 win regular season. Like that's you you are a victim. You are a victim of the historical note that you create. The reason why this is such a massive seismic upset. Like we haven't seen uh, a, a one seed in the east uh, one seed ever uh lose in a best of 7 in the first round since 2012 with the Bulls. And there, right. there's a reason and it, and this it, doesn't and it happen. It doesn't happen in 5 without like some giant devastating injury. Randy, think about well, that. They didn't just lose. Think of the way they lost it blowing the big fourth quarter leads in both yeah. game four and game five with I mean, Giannis. this is this is going to be on the list of the greatest chokes in nba history and, and again all the credit to the heat and spo and jimmy butler was absolutely incredible they are worth admiring they they had to take it so there's no doubt but for the bucks to choke it away like that that to me was more of a choke than it was an incredible heat performance and it was one of the great chokes i've ever seen in sports they were up 16 to start the fourth quarter. They were favored by 13 in the game. They failed to get a shot off at the end of regulation. They failed to get a shot off at the end of overtime. And to your point about Grayson Allen, he's out there with the ball in his hands and the season on the line, and he tries a Giannis move, a Euro step, and doesn't get the shot off in time. Let's hear from Giannis. He, this, you, you might have heard this already on social media. It's a pointed back and forth with a reporter who is asking a question that is probably on the minds of some Bucks fans. But that didn't mean Giannis wanted to hear it. You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right. So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success you know and if you've never i don't know i don't want to i don't want to make it personal so there's always steps to it you know um michael jordan played 15 years won six championship the other nine years was a failure that's what you're telling me no i'm asking you a question yes or no okay exactly so why are you asking me that question it's a wrong question there's no failure in sports you know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. It's Eric Nem, uh, the Bucks reporter, the beat reporter at the Athletic, and he asked Giannis, "Was this season a failure?" And then you heard Giannis's answer to that, and it was it was layered. It you could see Aaron, you could hear, and you've been in several. I mean, so many probably of these media availabilities after a tough loss. You could hear the frustration, and Giannis flirted Thanks with the line. That. Why? Because well, I'm in Cleveland. No, because you're you're hey, out Cleveland there, guy. You've covered a bunch no, of losers. What I, do you no, think? No, I say that as a house cat. Like I am a guy who is in Bristol sure. on you know seemingly a no travel. Travel yeah. list. I'm on a, a travel ban, so I don't get to go to these games and be in these locker rooms as much as I used to I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, when I was man. in Boston. Go, go but go but ahead. you have been around awkward interactions, or at least interactions where it makes the hair on the back of your neck perk up. I feel like both sides acquitted themselves well. I feel like it's a fair question, even if it is a recycled question. And I feel like Giannis was thoughtful, if not also frustrated, in his response. Um, I thought that it was a great question. Uh, because it elicited a memorable response, and that's what Eric Neem's job is, okay? So I, I know Mark Cuban is trying to give everybody lessons in journalism on Twitter today. That's what Twitter is for. Mm. Um, I, I, if I'm Eric Neem, I would feel uh, confident, and I, I'm, full disclosure, I know Eric really well and have worked with him before. 
But, I mean, it, it, I don't think Eric did anything wrong, in my opinion. I thought it was a fair question, and I actually disagree with Giannis's answer. <laughs> what, what, okay. Have, uh, okay. Have I failed before in my career? Hell yeah. Did you hear the show I did filling in for Canty and Carlin last week? It sucked. It's okay. <laughs> I doubt that. Like, like, it's okay to acknowledge that life sometimes is about failure. Was this playoff run a failure for the Bucks? Hell yeah, it was. You're trying to make some argument about, oh, it's all part of the process, and it's the next step, and sometimes you win, and sometimes you lose, and... I mean, would Kobe Bryant see it that way, Randy? Or do you think Kobe Bryant would look at blowing, getting, uh, uh, choking it away and blowing it when you're the number one seed and the favorite to win the title yeah. in the first round and getting it taken from you is a failure? Hell yeah, Giannis failed. Hell yeah, this season was a failure. I don't understand why it's so complicated to say that. Randy, in sports, you have a winner and a loser. And when you're supposed to win and you're the more talented team and you lose, it's a failure. Now, can you get better from your failure? From your failures? Mm-hmm. Can they ultimately be a part of the story that leads to success yeah but i would answer the question yes this was a failure of a season what 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 do you think we're going to be happy with putting up the best regular season record or or just making the playoffs in milwaukee this is championship or bust we're trying to win titles here yeah you can't win one game at home as the one seed and be bounced in five and call that anything but a failure for Giannis, he was out for the first three games of the series. I get that. Is that what keeps Mike Budenholzer in that head coaching position? Maybe it is. Giannis had 38-20 and 20 last night. It still wasn't enough. He was part. You mentioned the free throws, and it's it's minutia, and people don't want to hear about box score. He was 10 of 23 on free throw oh. attempts. He almost contributed to a catastrophic turnover off of that jump ball at the toward the end of regulation because he just didn't want the ball in his hands. You can't so you you invoke Kobe Bryant and that's a fair question one of the greater champions we've ever had. Giannis isn't there yet because Kobe wants that ball in his head. Kobe's not giving up that ball for for any reason whatsoever. Brooke Lopez won the jump ball, tipped it to Giannis and Giannis treated it like it was radioactive and it was part of a night where the Bucks shot 28 more free throws than Miami did and shot 62% from the line. Budenholzer's not at the line taking those shots. So no. some of this does fall on the players, but yes. the late game execution or lack thereof, putting yes. these guys in a position to, I don't know, inbound yes. at midcourt as opposed yes. to go as opposed yes. to going half court or full court rather, that is to me the most disappointing to your you know, to back up what you're saying, the most disappointing NBA postseason so far. I don't want to let Drew Holiday off the hook though. Drew yeah. Holiday in a player vote was I be- was the second runner up to being NBA defensive player of the year. He yep. has that rep. He has tormented the Boston Celtics. Yep. And, and also season. one of the most underrated players in the league per his peers. Okay. But he did not have a good series at all, Randy. Mm-mm. No, he didn't. Continue to turn the basketball over. And more important than that, his defensive reputation is shattered. I mean, he was on Jimmy Butler for a good portion of last night. Butler in his playoff career, he has 840-point playoff games, all of them coming in a heat uniform. Uh-huh. Tradi- traditionally... Up until last night, his games following massive scoring nights are awful. They're there. He's he drops to scoring in the teens. His 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 plus minus is in the wrong direction. He backed it up last night for the first time. He had a ninety nine point or rather ninety eight point two game span. Haven't seen that since Jordan in ninety three, and he got most of those buckets on Drew Holiday. Unbel- he has been the best player in the league in the playoffs, and I don't think it's really all that close. It's funny, Draymond has this thing, Draymond Green of the Warriors, 
There are 82 game players and there are 16 game players. 82 <laughs> game players are guys that are really good in the regular season. 16 game players are guys that are good in the playoffs. Some guys are both. You know, I I, I would right now take Joel Embiid as an 82 game guy, and <laughs> I think he's pretty good in the 16 game format too. Um, Kevin Durant seems to be good at both, but Jimmy Butler is a guy who. In the regular season, he might have a night against the Charlotte Hornets where he looks like he's half asleep and he scores 11 points and the Heat lose. In a big moment, in a big spot, I don't know if there's anybody this side of Patrick Mahomes in sports, Randy, who I want with the ball in their hands more than Jimmy Butler. I think that's a fair point because last night, again, part of a larger sample size, eight career 40-point playoff games, uh, all of them coming in Miami, and you're right about the 11-point night, like... Ryan Rossillo talks about there being 13 and 31 guys. Paul George is one of them, where one night it's 13 points, one night it's 31. You never really know what you're going to get. And in the regular season, that is Jimmy Butler. In the postseason, though, the consistency, the defensive effort. I love seeing a guy, and I'm not a Heat fan. If anything, Heat fans make me kind of want to root against the Heat. They're so loud and chesty and us against the world unnecessarily and perceived slights and bulletin board material. But I can't help but respect Jimmy Butler because he looks so spent on the court. After the first quarter two nights or three nights ago, he looked like he had nothing left. And he just draws from this well. And he's not a seven-footer, to your point about Embiid. He's 6'7 out there. I haven't seen a guy with that mid-range dominate a a postseason, probably since Kawhi, when the Raptors won the title. I, I think that's right. The other wild thing about that series is that Bud just refused to double-team him ever under any circumstances and get the dang ball out of his hands and make somebody else beat you. And that's why I think Mike Budenholzer is not going to have a job going forward. Randy, I guess the last thing I'd say about Giannis, like failure is part of life, isn't it, actually? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's okay to admit when you have failed at something. I think that's important to to teach your kids that you're not always going to succeed at everything you try to do. And your failures a lot of times shape the stories of your life. So if I asked Jordan, like to get back to his question about Mm -hmm. the years that Jordan played and didn't win the championship, were those years failures? Yes! I think Michael would say, did you watch The Last Dance? Yes. You think Michael felt good losing to the Pistons in uh, the 1990 Eastern Conference Finals or 89? Hell no. But those failures shaped him being able to win the six championships. They helped get him better. But I don't think it's an insult you know, to say that a season was a failure, didn't go where you thought it would, or that you choked it away. You know, like, that's what happened. That's it. That's exactly it. The failures, it's a tremendous point about it, molding who you are and how you respond to it, how you respond to adversity, how you respond to failure. And that's that's part of why Bucks fans have to be excited and have to feel confident in Giannis Antetokounmpo because his work ethic is what got him here. You look at the body type, you look at the draft profile, he should not, by all intents and purposes, logic dictates that he's not who he is now, that he's not the successful MVP and NBA champion already. This will be fuel for him. To your point about Mike Budenholzer, Budenholzer, though, is he going to be his coach, Bud, going to be the coach that realizes the response? It's yet to be seen. I mean, a 58-win regular season comes crashing down in a five-game rout in the postseason. Of course, it is NFL draft night. Finally, we're putting to bed some of the questions we've been batting around for months. We're going to get to the quarterback position and who has the best shot at being a superstar. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Randy Scott. In for the guys, it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. You know we had to do it to him. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. He is Aaron Goldhammer in Cleveland. I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut, at Randy Scott ESPN for me, at Hammer Nation 19 for Aaron. And you can join the conversation, the CC call in line, 1-888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your turn to play general manager. Who should your team take tonight in the NFL draft? And if you're a Browns fan, like the masses that Andrew that that, that Aaron broadcast to every day, maybe you know you could uh, engineer a trade. Maybe that's what you do tonight, and you get yourself for the first round. Then you can call in the show. Okay, so that's the rule. Because hey, you said Aaron, you guys are out tonight. Like you, you can coast through the first. I, I mean, first round. Unlo- unless the Browns decide to take to trade Miles Garrett for two oh. future number one picks, which, which I I don't see happening. I think we're going to be on the sidelines at the draft for a while. The hope is that Deshaun Watson actually comes out and plays well. And if he does that, then I don't know. Maybe all of this will have been worth it. But I, I think you got to look at that. Deshaun Watson is kind of the Browns' first round draft pick this year. All right. Well, pick number two is where the draft jumps off tonight. Everybody has Bryce Young going first overall to the Carolina Panthers. Let's welcome him, Tim Hasselbeck, our ESPN NFL analyst at TT Hasselbeck on Twitter. So, if the number two overall pick tonight, Tim, is where the draft entry really begins, what should the Texans do with it? I think the Texans should draft C.J. Stroud. Now it seems like the closer we get to the draft, the more and more unlikely that sounds like it's going to become. (laughs) Um, But when I watch these quarterbacks, I thought 
I really thought there were two guys that separated themselves from everybody else, and it was um, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. And, you know, now all the stuff has kind of been out there about his S2 score and, you know, various things. But here's a guy, Randy, who in two years of starting at, at Ohio State threw 85 touchdowns and 12 picks. In 2021, he, he completed nearly 72% of his passes. Like, there are guys that, that may get drafted that have a hard time doing that versus air. So, like, I just – I think sometimes we can get a little sideways on, you know, evaluating these players because we're, we're not okay with an S2 score maybe, but yet a guy that's only played 13 games and they haven't all been great is maybe going to get drafted ahead of him. Like, it just doesn't feel right to me. Uh, Tim – what did you make of Stroud's comments about being a quarterback and not a test taker? Yeah. I mean, listen, I think the best thing to do is just ignore the stuff that's going on. I mean, the whether it was the Wonderlick, whether it's ES2, like all of these things, whether it's a pro day or the combine, they're all just small pieces of a bigger evaluation of a player. You know, everybody is looking for an outlying characteristic, good or bad, when they're evaluating somebody. So listen, a low score and some type of cognitive test is listen, that that's no different than, okay, hey, Bryce Young is not six feet tall. Like it's just part of the evaluation of a player. And so I think rather than addressing stuff like that, you just kind of own who you are and you, you really stand on what you've done as a football player. Um, Cause in the evaluation process, like your game film is your resume. And that, that is still the most important part of, you know, what's going to happen with you come draft time. We're talking with Tim Hasselbecker, ESPN NFL analyst here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Aaron Goldhammer, Randy Scott in for the guys. I, I want to continue the quarterback discussion before we pivot elsewhere just for a sec to say what you said about the smaller sample size, uh, presumably about Anthony Richardson. If, if you're mm-hmm. if you're comparing Richardson with Will Levis, I'm just curious if you're evaluating it, not the two players necessarily, but if you see one player move from a full year as a starter in Levis to another full year and the numbers get worse, the turnovers Perhaps, you yeah. know, it, it, the number of uh, turnovers goes up, the decision-making called into question, whereas it's just a smaller sample size for player number two with a freakish athletic ceiling, but a small sample mm-hmm. size and some accuracy issues. I'm curious why Levis seems to be a cemented number three quarterback in this draft yeah. over Anthony Richardson when the stats were worse year one to year two at Kentucky. Yeah, here's why. Is the supporting cast in Kentucky was not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his offense coordinator left. He's he's actually now back at Kentucky. So that, that change there I don't think helped. Um and then he was hurt. And so mm-hmm. listen, Aaron Rodgers had a bad year. he had a broken thumb. You know, so like yeah. you know, I think that you know, the more you dig into it and you're like, All right, well, why was twenty one better than twenty two? And that and that will happen for guys. Look, here's what I would say about Anthony Richardson. That, and, and not just him, but anybody that you know has limited snaps as a starting quarterback in college, he might be a great player. He might not be. The truth is, you don't know. Like you have so little evidence of what he's going to be 
that it is, it's just a projection only. And I get we're projecting with all of these guys. But, like, to give you a good example, Hendon Hooker called a bunch of his games when he was at Virginia Tech. You know, saw you know him play at, at Tennessee. I know kind of – I just know his makeup a bit. Hendon Hooker is going to be able to play quarterback in the NFL. Like, that – I would stake my reputation on Like, he's going to be he'll, – he'll be fine. Like, how good he'll be, who knows. But, okay. like, he's fine. He's going to be more than capable. Like, with Anthony Richardson, like, I don't know that you really know at all. Okay. So, I, I think that, like, those are the things you have to kind of figure out of, like, how much of this is who he is now and how much of it are we just projecting to what we think he might be able to be. Tim was eligible in the 2001 draft class out of Boston mm-hmm. College – what do you remember about sitting through all of those picks and going undrafted, Tim? You know what? What's funny is my brother, who was drafted a, a few years before I came out, he really was not expecting to get drafted. And the Green Bay Packers, um, you know, called and kind of a bunch of people at our house. Um, and it was great. And, you know, I definitely had – probably a little more expectation to get drafted. In fact, I got called by the Bills in the fifth round. They're like, hey, we're going to take you. And the Bills had like five more picks after that. So when they did take me, it was kind of like, oh, hey, this is going to happen. I will say the disappointment of not getting drafted um, was probably more significant than any time that I was cut by a team. So – Listen, there are going to be plenty of guys that are going to experience what I experienced. Obviously, you know, it's not about guys that are going through it tonight, but um, there's a lot lot of work that goes into getting drafted, and there are a lot of disappointed players at the end of this thing, but it doesn't mean it's over. Tim Hasselbeck, we appreciate the walk down memory lane. Were you at home? Were you at home for that draft? And then where was the catering spread from? It's probably Blue Ribbon Barbecue. Yeah, listen, was at home. No, no catering spread. Um, listen, small, you know, circle of trust in the Hasselbeck household. Small circle of trust. It's a, it's a circle. I hope to be a part of one day. Appreciate you, Tim. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Tim. See you guys. <laughs> uh, Tim Hasselbeck, there's listen. There's not great barbecue in the city of Boston, but there is good barbecue at Blue Ribbon Barbecue in Newton, which is where Timmy. That's where Timmy grew up, you know? We're just dropping we're just dropping pearls of wisdom out here. You get some burnt ends at, at Blue Ribbon. Aaron Goldhammer, probably great barbecue in Cleveland. I'm not I, I would I would probably stake my reputation on that. Randy Scott here in Bristol. Who is the one NFL draft prospect that you thought was gonna be great that was not? Call us, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the CC call in line. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance on this NFL Draft Thursday. First round of the NFL Draft on ESPN Radio tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. He's Aaron Goldhammer in Cleveland. I'm Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. And you can join in the CC call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are asking throughout the show for you to play GM for your team. Who should your team take tonight? Right now, though, we're narrowing the question as we welcome in company, Aaron. We are narrowing the question to who was the prospect that you thought was going to be great that wasn't. Oh boy. We're trying okay. to be positive. Yeah, Aaron, trying to be positive on the show. But Everybody making- thinks they can be a GM and, and all of that, <laughs> and, and there are some GMs that have been really bad at this, but we all fall in love with players. Isn't that part of the fun of the draft, Randy, yes. that you, yes. whether it's your team is invested or you love the guy in college, you fall in love with somebody. Randy, I thought that Vince Young was going to change the quarterback position forever and for always. He was one of the great college football players ever. I'll put his college career, that game against USC, up against anybody's. And I thought he was going to be what kind of like what Lamar Jackson has become, but even yeah. like better than that. I, I thought he was potentially going to be one of the great players of all time. He was the rookie of the year. And I know his career totally then went off the rails because of some personal and off-the-field stuff, but I'm still trying to go back and piece together, now that the game has evolved, why it didn't work. And I wonder if Vince Young came into the league today, if he would have been what I thought he was going to be. But that's my biggest one. I was was all in on Vince Young's NFL career. I Vince Young is a great one. It's a more recent example than mine. Mine my answer to this is Ryan Leaf and I love Ryan Leaf. Like I love him now. I love what his message is. I love that he's turned his own personal adversity and there's been plenty of that off the field as well, but his his you know lack of football success and then his life uh, issues. He's turned that into such messages of positivity and inspiration, and he's trying to prevent other people from making the same mistakes and the same choices that he's made. So from a strictly football perspective, though, I would have staked my football fandom on yeah. Ryan Leaf being yeah. maybe not successful because the Chargers were so bad back then, but at least putting up maybe, you know, Dan Fauci stats, right? Or, or, or Dan Dan Marino stats uh, back then. And I want to get to Ernesto in Kentucky as our first caller. Again, the number 888-SAY-ESPN. Ernesto, I didn't mean to steal your thunder, but we are of the same mind on this answer. You're on ESPN Radio. You're on ESPN Radio. No problem, no problem, because, you know, with thunder comes a lightning, and I'm bringing the lightning. <laughs> so um, I've been in Kentucky for two years in Lexington, but I'm – Born and raised in San Diego, and I got to tell you, yes, Ryan Leaf, yes, our organization was bad, but he was like, okay, he is our statement. We don't need Peyton Manning. No way. Peyton Manning, no. We had Ryan Leaf, and unfortunately, um, he turned into Ryan Leaf as far as the NFL career goes. 
But I got to tell you, the city, we were ecstatic. Everyone was just like, we got it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've never seen grown man cry before. And uh, gosh, I just got to tell you, yeah, you just feel my thunder because to this day, just, uh, but now I, I don't, I don't root for the Chargers because they left L.A. and being a San Diego, and I hate L.A. But um, yeah, <laughs> as far as the Chargers go, <laughs> yeah, beat L.A. right. But uh, yeah, uh, Ryan Leaf, I hate to say it, good for him now, but yeah. as a fan, I, I, I cried. Appreciate you, Ernesto. Thank you, sir. We got a couple of callers from Ohio, but real quick, I mean, Aaron, you and I are about the same age. We remember how it was a debate, right? One and two. Is it going to be Peyton? Yes. Is it going to be Ryan Leaf until? The final week or so, yes. it's like, all right, Indy's definitely going. Yeah, and, and, and I think the Colts ultimately made the right decision there. <laughs> I'll give you another guy from that era who I thought was going to be. I thought Kijana Carter was going to be oh. the next Barry Sanders. I was in love with him out of yeah. Penn State. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. You remember Ke- and, and, and he was one of the, And I think that that was another one of the situations. Remember tonight when you're watching the draft. Where guys go, Randy, is mm-hmm. so important. Not what order they go in or what pick they are. What team takes them? Because some of these guys, historically, like guys that went to the Bengals during that era, man, that's like getting sent out to Siberia. And if you get picked, you know, if Mahomes got picked by a different team, would he be Patrick Mahomes? I don't know. He went no. to the perfect situation for him. So I think that is a lot of what di- dictates whether a player is successful or not. No, he would have been. He No, you're absolutely, he would not have. Uh, I want to get to Louie in Tennessee. Louie, you're on ESPN Radio. Hi, Louie. Hey, man, how's it going? What's up, buddy? Uh, so I was sold on Johnny Manziel. Okay. Absolutely. Like, coming out of college, I thought he had it. I thought he was going to turn Cleveland around. I thought, I mean, I was I was sold. I was like, that's the best quarterback they're going to have. <laughs> Eric, you were, you were there for that draft. Oh, my God, was I all in on Johnny. I just thought the star power – the multi-dimensional Louis. I remember this one. Remember, he beat Nick Saban's defenses, right, and ate them a lot. There's nothing that replicates an NFL defense quite like Nick Saban. Heisman Trophy winner. I should have known Randy when I saw Johnny at the combine, and I was taller and thicker than him. That his NFL career probably wasn't <laughs> going to end up going well. Anytime you're sizing yourself up next to an NFL number one draft pick, and you're like, "Yeah, that's I not good." Take this guy, and we know that he can be chased down by campus police. Right? We saw that, didn't we? In in college. <laughs> And so, NFL linebackers, both. Pocket awareness. Oh, my gosh. All right, so the NFL draft conversation continues throughout the day. We'll also talk about the NBA postseason and biggest disappointments. Aaron Goldhammer, Randy Scott. In for the guys, Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.